it's a big moment. You know it. I know it. That one friend of yours who doesn't actually care about soccer, but you somehow convince them to watch this game with you anyway. Yeah, that person knows it too. The referee just blew their whistle moments ago, and despite angry yelling from a slew of defenders, the ref has gone ahead and put the ball down on the spot and cleared the box of everyone except the taker and the opposing goalkeeper. It's time for a penalty kick. Penalty kicks are almost impressively divisive, but like it or not, they are a big part of soccer. When an offensive player is fouled in the box or the referee spots a handball, we all know what comes next. A penalty probably taken by Cristiano Ronaldo, even if his team isn't playing. Penalty kicks are normal, but that hasn't always been the case. There was a time, a long, long time ago, in a galaxy not so far away, when the penalty kick didn't exist. Gasp! You mean there was a time when strikers couldn't pad their goal-scoring stats? I know, it's crazy, right? My name is Joe Lowry, and welcome everyone to this episode of Soccer 101. Today, we're here to talk about penalty kicks. More specifically, we're here to talk about the origin of the penalty kick. To do so, we're going to take a journey back in time and across the Atlantic Ocean. So buckle up, everybody. Let's do this thing. Our journey is designed to follow along with the actions of one man, William McCrum. There are a few things that you need to know about William McCrum right here, right now. First, his name is really fun to say. McCrum. Man, that's good. Second, he had a pretty fabulous mustache. Look it up. You won't regret it. Okay, you might. I don't know you. Maybe you don't like mustaches, and who am I to tell you what to look up? Anyway, the third thing that you need to know about William McCrum is that he is the person responsible for that one time your favorite team lost that big game after that unjust penalty kick was called by that one referee. That's right. Direct all of your penalty kick-induced hate mail to William McCrum. Well, actually, maybe don't. Don't send hate mail like, ever, and especially don't send hate mail to William McCrum because he's not alive anymore. He died in 1932, but not before inventing the penalty kick. Born in 1865 in a small village called Milford in the southeastern part of Northern Ireland, McCrum was a goalkeeper. He played for Milford FC, and according to the BBC, he started 14 games for Milford in their inaugural season in the Irish Football League in 1890. Now, despite having a mustache capable of distracting even the most goal-hungry striker, McCrum didn't have much success keeping shots out of the back of his net. McCrum conceded 61 goals in 14 games during that 1890 season, again according to the BBC. It's hard to know if he was a genuinely bad goalkeeper, or if Milford FC were just seriously overmatched, but either way, William McCrum didn't have a strong on-field soccer career. But what he lacked in shot-stopping ability... McCrum made up for in creative thinking. Soccer was pretty rough back in the 19th century. Rules were different, fouls were common, and bad injuries certainly weren't uncommon. So, possibly looking for any sort of outlet to distract himself from his goals conceded per game statistic, McCrum came up with an idea that would help refine soccer. Why not really punish one team for fouling the other? There were free kicks and things already, sure, but why not try to level the playing field a little bit more? In 1890, McCrum came up with the idea of awarding the team who had been fouled with a penalty kick. It's hard to get an idea off the ground. Just ask the inventor of the Cruffin. But McCrum conveniently held a position within the Irish Football Association, which made things a lot easier. The Irish FA proposed the penalty kick idea to the International Football Association board later that year. 
the proposal read as follows. If any player shall intentionally trip or hold an opposing player or deliberately handle the ball within 12 yards from his own goal line, the referee shall, on appeal, award the opposing side a penalty kick to be taken from any point 12 yards from the goal line. There was a bit more to it, but you get the idea. The language of the Irish FA's proposal sounds relatively familiar and fairly reasonable to us today, but in 1890, the International Football Association Board wasn't having it. I don't want to get over dramatic here, but IFAB pretty much hated the idea. They thought it was the worst thing since whatever the opposite of sliced bread is, unsliced bread. That doesn't actually sound so bad. There's nothing wrong with just a loaf of bread. It was a horrible analogy. My bad. Setting the whole bread thing aside, IFAB didn't like McCrum's plan. After all, despite the rough play, football was a game for gentlemen by gentlemen. Acknowledging that some deliberate, dirty play might have penetrated the sport's proper exterior would be simply impossible. According to historian Joe McManus, opponents on the board called the suggestion the Irishman's notion, and they didn't accept that players would play in an unsporting manner. IFAB resisted the change, but not for long. Unsurprisingly, foul play continued to abound in the late 19th century. The absolute height of that foul play came in a game between Knotts County and Stoke City in 1891. Knotts County was up one to nothing, heading into the last few minutes of the game. In the closing minutes, one of their defenders pulled a Luis Suarez and used his hand to stop a Stoke City shot. That handball earned Stoke a free kick just centimeters from the goal, which sounds great for Stoke. I mean, come on, even I could score from there. But it wasn't actually so great. Knotts County's goalkeeper was allowed to stand right in front of the ball and blocked the free kick without even moving. Knotts County won that game, thanks to a piece of goalkeeping that even William McCrum could have put together. People were heated, though, and not long after that game, IFAB had a change of heart about McCrum's idea. The board met in Glasgow on June 2nd, 1891, and instituted the penalty kick rule as one of the laws of the game. The Irishman's notion was no longer just a notion. It was a real part of soccer. The 19th century penalty kick didn't look exactly like what we see today. There was less of a penalty spot and more of a penalty line that extended horizontally across the field 12 yards from goal. Goalkeepers were allowed to step up to six yards off their line to save a penalty kick, a rule that I'm sure most modern goalkeepers are more than a little jealous of. Referees didn't whistle for penalties on their own either. Instead, they waited for players to appeal. Over the course of the 20th century, though, the penalty kick would eventually come to look like the penalty kick that we know and sometimes love today, where shooters shoot from the spot, Goalkeepers have to stay on their line, and referees call the penalties all on their own. William McCrum was a goalkeeper and a creative thinker responsible for proposing one of soccer's most famous rules. But his story doesn't end there. The son of one of Milford's leading businessmen, linen factory owner Robert McCrum, William McCrum came from money. But William was more likely to squander money than to earn it himself. He was a big gambler, once racking up a £60,000 debt on one trip to Monte Carlo. £60,000 is a lot of money now, but was even more money in the 19th century. McCrum was a gambler, a pretty bad one by all accounts, and a heavy drinker. His wife cheated on him and then took their child and left him for another man in the French Riviera. His wife was gone and his mother had died years earlier of tuberculosis after months of treatment. Things were already bleak for McCrum. And then the 1929 Wall Street crash severely damaged the linen industry and left him without his family's business or any real source of income. Just a few years after that crash, according to William McCrum's great-grandson, Robert McCrum, 
William died, alcoholic, penniless, and alone, in a boarding house in Ama, Milford's County in Northern Ireland, just before Christmas in 1932. William McCrum's story isn't a happy one. In his own life, dealing with gambling debts, alcoholism, and infidelity all certainly took up more of his day-to-day thinking than any contribution to soccer's rulebook. I feel confident saying that William McCrum would have chosen to be remembered as a patient father, or as a loving husband, or as a compassionate friend, or heck, even as a good goalkeeper. But he won't be. He left a different legacy, one that he wouldn't have chosen. If you drive through Milford today, you'll see a couple of different reminders of that legacy. When you first enter the town, you'll see a sign on the side of the road that says Milford, home of the penalty kick. If you turn down the town's main street and take a couple of lefts, you'll find William McCrum Park. The park has little tiny stone soccer balls on top of its pillars and has a statue of McCrum in the center. Engraved on the statue of McCrum, fully outfitted with his mustache, are the following words. William McCrum, inventor of the penalty kick. That's it for this episode of Soccer 101. We've gone back in time to discover the origin of the penalty kick rule and learn about the life of the man who invented it. I'm Joe Lowry. Thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) 